these are two Kims, and you're listening to One Pod. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Uh, this is our podcast where we talk about everything and nothing. Uh, so happy for you to join us. And also, those folks who have been leaving comments on our YouTubes um, <laughs> and our uh, social pages, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Even the bad comments, right? <laughs> There was that. <laughs> Peter's been like, oh my God. I like, people are really commenting on our videos, and I like go and uh-huh. look at them. They're all negative. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're mostly negative. There are some, there's one positive thing, um, but there's a lot of like, especially the one when we we're talking about like, oh my God, uh, and you know, Asians aging. They're like, nope, you both look 40. You all Don't look try it. Busted. I know. And so it wasn't busted. even an Asian person that said that. It was like, a truly white, white, white person <laughs> who was like, y'all look old. Yeah, and I'm like, like, how dare you have confidence? To be dragged by a white man on the internet for our looks. <laughs> that, <laughs> I almost gave up pod. I, I almost gave up like podcasting. I was like, wait a minute, I need to recalibrate. What am I doing with my skin? I, I mean, true, but, but also like, I, like looking at the video, I'm like, you know, what? they're not wrong. Like, it's just like. <laughs> sure. Touché, touché. <laughs> but well thank you for leaving internet. the comments. Thank yes. you, thank you. We appreciate and the engagement. also for those of you who are um, uh, subscribing and um, what's it called? Reviewing. Reviewing our podcast really helps, especially because we've rebranded to yes. Two Kims One Pod. So for you to review us as Two Kims One Pod it is a really great thing, and it really helps us. So thank you. And if you haven't done it yet, please go do it. You're listening to us for free. Right now, we don't even have ads to shove down your fucking ear holes. All right? This is, like, completely free. Can you believe? It might change. But right now, it's free. Leave us we're a ho- fucking review. We're, we're hoping it's. It, we're, we're hoping that it changes. Yeah, we're hoping it changes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I got to tell you, this week, I this week, yesterday, Monday, mm-hmm. um, I got the explicit pleasure of working on set. I can I talk about it? Yeah, I think I can. People know that there is a Frasier reboot happening. Did you know that? Well, you I knew there was from, a Frasier reboot. I found right? out from you that it was happening. And you I, didn't know? I did not. But why you would didn't I know? know? Frasier was, I don't know, in the trades? Like, it's it's been it, in the, yeah. It's been in the trades? Okay. Yeah. My, my trade is. You well, don't read the trades. No, no. I, I'm, I'm actively <laughs> trying to not read the trades. I'm The yeah. only trades I'm reading are about woodworking. and uh, <laughs> Or like Joe Rogan's newsletter. <laughs> yeah. I know you're listening to those like straight white male comics. You know everything about their fucking lives. You know when they farted, when they had a bad set. Like you know everything about these people's lives, but you're not reading the trades. Okay, I'm the fucking idiot. Anyway, so like, <laughs> Fraser, don't drag me. Don't drag me too accurately. Don't drag me too accurately. <laughs> you're sitting there. You know exactly what Sam Morrill's having for dinner next week. And you're telling me I'm weird for reading the trades? And he's not eating well. He's not. <laughs> he's on the road too much. He's, he needs to be taking better care of himself. <laughs> I love Sam Moore, by the way. Great comment. Um, but anyway, I, I, there's a Frasier reboot happening. Of course there is. Because I'm a, everything's I'm a big, being I'm a rebooted. Frasier, I'm a Frasier head. I'm a Frasier You know I'm a Frasier freak. I'm a Frasier yes. freak. Yes. Like, have it. Have your way with me, sir. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, more than Kelsey Grammer, you know, it was all about David Hyde Pierce for me. 
and the dad. And, you yes, know, it's the yes. surrounding people. Yes. Razor Crane's fine, but he was never the character that I loved. Of course. You know, no, it, it's, it was it's everybody around Niles, him. yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and so I was very excited. It was one of the shows that I watched and rewatched and rewatched. And, you the know, writing like. Is impeccable. The, the writing, writing is, really is, is impeccable. so tight. And not only are, like, the slams, the jokes on mm-hmm. each other tight. Um, it's a complete farce. It's like yes. a physical farce. And in every, you know, and me, you know, being, you and I grew up with Korean comedy, mm-hmm. Korean content, very physical slapstick comedy. Yes. So when they're doing these entrances and exits and farces and stuff like that, like no other show on TV was really doing that, mm-hmm. uh, at least in that time. Like, because yeah. Frasier was on at the time of Friends, Mad About You, um, Seinfeld, like musty TV time. And within that block, it was unique in its like high brownness, you know, and high brownness coupled with utter like mass appeal. Like this yes. was a dominant show, like yes. number one, like like and not even close, like not even dominant. Close. A do- and, yeah. and like if you think about it, it is a show about two effete coastal elites. Yes. That who are, who's like a lot Beta of Beta cock psychiatrists. <laughs> yes. And so many inciting incidents are about like them wanting to be a part of like the opera club. They yes, want to yes. receive, they want to be the wine master. They and want to be higher than the higher class they already are. Exactly. In. So unrelatable. <laughs> deeply unrelatable. Content content wise, so unrelatable. Like Fox News would be railing against them now. <laughs> yes. But like at the time, imagine like like a man that is clearly a closeted gay person. Right? Like Wh- which one? The- which Ni- one are we talking about? <laughs> Niles? <laughs> yes. Niles, yeah. <laughs> like, it's at the center of it in a romantic relationship, right? And we're, like, accepting yes. him. We're accepting him as a straight male that is yes. simply a, exhibiting a different kind of masculinity. That is yeah. also a huge part of the show. Like Because the yeah. tension they have with their father. Like, mm-hmm. all of it is so highbrow. Who, the actor, nuanced. was the only gay person on yes! set. Can you yes! believe that? I did not he, know he was gay until he died. Oh my god! When he no, passed no. away, all the news was like, "Oh, he was a gay man." His blah partner, blah blah, yeah. whatever, whatever. I was like, "Holy shit!" I had no idea. And for him to play the like crotchety, conservative, yeah. crotchety yes. blue collar, I'm like, "This is master- I, more, even more masterful than I imagined." And this is the and this is the thing. This is like where we when we talk about like you know identity politics and people now like. Because now this show, the way that it existed, simply could not because people would be in outrage about their people who were gay weren't, you know what I mean? Like they're not playing that. Like, but the thing is, instead, it showcased a different type of masculinity in a nuanced way where not only it was um, palatable for like the masses, but they took it down with gusto these fucking people in nebraska shoveling casserole into their mouths along with the idea that like coastal elites can learn a lesson and they're mm-hmm. loving them they're loving these characters like yeah. it's just, loving you know, loving to laugh at them yes 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 which, yes which was why it worked of course of course and, like, there, there um, are problems with this whole thing as well but yes 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 yeah. but it was a major dominant show of the 90s and you know it finished concluded and then yeah. now it's reboot 15, 20 years later or whatever. Um, it's it's, tw- new- it's got to be a full 20. 
Yeah, I don't know the exact timing of it, but the kid and Frazier's kid is now all grown up. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of and and that's kind of like the Frederick. new engine of the show. Like, he, yeah, Frederick, <laughs> and he um, and, and anyway, so like it's a whole new show, uh, with Kelsey Grammer's character, but no one else, right? So. Anyway, so they reshoot the pilot. No, no one else decided to sign on, or they didn't ask anybody else. I don't know the details of any of that. Okay, I was so a co-star. Okay. I had two lines. <laughs> <laughs> and the craziest thing is, a month, four weeks ago, I went to the taping of this pilot because my friend works on it. So mm-hmm. he was like, hey, we're taping. Do you want to come into the audience and watch? And I was like, absolutely. And this yeah. was right before my multicam show was about to be decided on. Yes. LOL, now that I look back on it, it was never going to go. But I was sitting there going like, oh, my God, I'm here. I'm in the presence of multi-camera. I am going to soak it in and manifest my life. You're on the the set of a show that was a huge hit 20 years ago that they're revamping. Like they can't they they're not even pulling out new ideas for the peacock. You know, and like they're like I don't know. Oh, it's not on Peacock; it's on Paramount Plus. Oh, oh, for Paramount Plus, yeah, like, yeah. They can't. They're not pulling out new ideas for that. They're rehashing mm-hmm. a, a yeah. huge show from twenty. And by generation. the way, and this this is the reboot of that show, but character wise, this is the three boot. Yes, think about the it. Fraser Crane was Cheers. Yes, and then he was so popular on Cheers, they spun him off to Fraser, mm-hmm. and then now we're doing Fraser again. So like. The lasting power of this one persnickety um, psychiatrist is crazy, but anyway, so he, he and, and you know he's kind of like playing fish out of water now yes. in, in this new place. So like it is a different take on it. But um, my point is, I went to the taping and I was just so like enamored by. By the way, have you ever done a multicam? Uh, no, not a comedy. Not a comedy. You did a multicam drama? Fire and Med. Oh, duh. Of course. Anyway, um, Chicago Fire and Chicago Med for those yes. of you who are uninitiated. <laughs> 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 anyway, so it was my first time on like working on a soundstage Um with like a multi-camera format mm-hmm. and as you know it goes fast it's like yes. boom 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 go 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 there's no like wait let's change the camera whatever because there are four cameras shooting you at every angle yeah. so there's no need to reset cameras or whatever right so it's a, it's a beautiful way to work and shout out to all the like technical people like the fucking grips mm-hmm. the gaffers the the ADs, the c- camera people, like there's just so many people with so many technical items going on that I felt like I, I don't know where to step. Like I was stepping over things and I just didn't know where to be. And there was no like – I don't know if this is – because it was reshoots. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was there for the pilot of that and I saw it and I was like, this is great. One day I'm going to work here. You know, like I'm going to work at – the Paramount studio because uh, my studio for the pilot that I was making for Kim Spa was a CBS studio project. So okay. I was like, oh, get it. This is going to be at Paramount. And I was just like, yes. And um, of course, it did not happen. And four weeks later, I get a call saying like, hey, do you want to audition for um, this tiny role uh, on the Frasier reboot? It's the pilot. And I go, what? I was at the pilot. What are you talking about? They're like, oh, they're reshooting the top. Because, you know, they've tested it or whatever and they need to, like, add in a little scene. 
so I turned it around in like a half hour and then I sent it out and lo and behold, I got the gig. So I Whoa, show up. So exciting. So very exciting. Yes. It's a two line, two line scene. Um, and I go and it's very pivotal because like I like kick off the whole series. The action. <gasps> yes. So like it's I, I might not have been paid well or um, uh, or like really respected in any way. But <laughs> <laughs> I get to launch the new series. So like small but mighty. My- Small but mighty, small but mighty. Just like, just like the, like, just like the nation of South Korea. Small but mighty. Small but mighty. Yes, <laughs> we're exactly. We're just the tip of the penis, but we're, we're getting the work done. <laughs> it's the most sensitive. It's the most. Um, I don't know. That's 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 what uh, South Korea should call it. That we should remarket ourselves. We're just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, I, I I I'm so my scene is with Kelsey Grammer. Um, and two Wait, other you acted actors with Kelsey. Not only did I act with Kelsey, he was giving me notes. Okay, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, in, the, in that like mid that mid Atlantic accent of his. Oh my like, god! Oh my god! Yes, he's like giving me theatrical acting notes. You know what I mean? Like telling me what my um motivation is and like anyway so like he's he's telling me to like move that and there's a director there by the way (laughs) (laughs) but any director who works on a show with a star yeah a mega star like kelsey yeah you're not really directing right like kelsey's directing yes yes and kelsey's like he's been in this thing for so long sure that he knows every angle he knows every coverage so he's like a camera for you're covering me this way getting tighter yes. and he's like literally moving the cameras mm-hmm. and like telling us where to stand and stuff and i was like oh shit and he kept telling me come downstage come downstage more and i and i'm thinking because we're kind of like lined up in the scene and yeah. next to this like his nephew character and if i come downstage like i'll i'll have to like turn around because uh-huh. the nephew character is behind me and so the so camera will only see my hand i'm like are you sh- sure? And he's like, yes, come downstage, come downstage. And I go, okay. And I come downstage and blah, blah. And we do it. And we do the scene and um, we've had to do it. We had to do it a lot of times because it's a very like, there's a lot of extras moving through and, okay. like, you know, we had to do it a few times. And um, the last time we do it, he's like, uh, so I bring, I like pick up his wallet. He drops his wallet uh-huh. and I pick it up and like, the whole scene is about like me bringing him his wallet, right? And um, he goes, "Can you um, say my name louder? Like, just scream it." And I go, "Oh, okay, sure." He doesn't know what he he's goes, asking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, louder." And he goes, "Yeah, you're a lifesaver." And I go, "Oh, thanks." He goes, "What?" And he's looking at me like this, and I go. Oh, you meant my character is a lifesaver. He's like, yeah, because you found my wallet. And I go, right. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like staring at me like, you are an actor, right? You know, like, 
have you done this before? <laughs> you. And I got so I was I was so excited when he was like when he called he said the term lifesaver and I was I started like blushing. I was like, oh my god, what? I'm only saying two words. I can't believe like not lifesaver, Kelsey. Stop. And he's just like and then I literally and then the other guy, his nephew guy, he's yeah. he's a um a recent this is his first gig it's his recent grad from juilliard so like, it's this kelsey Grammer, a juilliard grad and a british like bafta winning actor from uk and me and he's like you're a lifesaver and i'm like stop but he's you, just like you a jeff jeff nominee <laughs> a jeff loser you're a jeff award loser peter do you know how to act I was so mortified that, like, I what? I thought he was talking about me, Peter Kim, being a lifesaver. And he was just giving me acting coaching. And I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> and the Julia like, kids, you- like. <laughs> what do you what do you think you, Peter Kim, can contribute to Kelsey Grammer, multi-millionaire, <laughs> multi-Emmy winning artist? Fate, what are you bringing <laughs> to his life that you're saving it? I thought he meant like because I'm coming in to for this reshoot <laughs> that he's like, oh my god, you're a lifesaver. Like ugh, we couldn't do this without you. <laughs> and I'm standing there going, oh my god, uh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> Oh I was God. so red in the face. Like, I could not. <laughs> anyway. But, see, that's, but that's a level of delusion that you need to make it in this biz. Okay? Kelsey's remembering that he also had that same level of delusion when he was supposed to be a one-line character on Cheers. On Cheers, yeah. 50 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know? Uh, when Ted Danson turned around and called him a lifesaver. And then yeah. he- <laughs> and he started blushing. <laughs> oh my oh god, my god that's so, so embarrassing. Funny. <laughs> Wait, how was the rest of the day on set? Was like It was I great. Mean, it was I mean, multi cams aren't very chaotic. Like that's that's what I mean like I will say that um it feels crazy when you're on set like that because everyone is so responsible and hyper fixated on their specific job. Like yeah. everyone is like whoever is like in charge of. Courts, no one talked to me, by the way. Like of, no one was like chit chat. Only like HMU, like hair yeah, and makeup ladies. Of course. They were like, you know, we were kicking and having fun. But of like course. everyone else, like no one told me like when we were rehearsing this thing. Yeah. There's no nothing taped down. There are no marks. There's no. nothing, and like you just ha- imagine, like I was actually it was my first time ever. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been really scared. Yes, you know, like I I was very happy that like I had been on set before and I know how things work and mm-hmm. I I know just to like go and rehearse with these actors. Like yes. the director wasn't calling rehearsal. There was no blocking. Like we just had to. We like Kelsey like just knew. Like exactly. where I mean, to stand? Because everyone and I was like, I'll just machine. go talk to. I'll just stand next to Kelsey. I can't like even the Juilliard guy, I was like, I can't believe you talked oh. to him. Not only talked to him, he. Um, I thought he was giving me a compliment. <laughs> That's <laughs> not not just a small compliment. You were lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? I talked to. 
I I worked with Kelsey Grammer. You just call him Kels, right? Kels Grams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's so surreal, and he's just like a consummate professional. He was giving everyone notes. Of course, of course. Not just me. Like he was like. This is his, his vehicle. He, this is his. It's his thing. Yes, it's his and, return and, vehicle. Yes, and he knows exactly how he looks, how he's coming off, blah blah yeah. blah. So like. It, it, I've almost felt like more taken care of mm-hmm. because of that because there is a star that like everyone's looking to yes. as opposed to other sets where it's like who's in charge you know like that doesn't work unless the director's like hey let's go yeah. we're doing this we're doing this quiet we're going you know blah blah but because he was the star like I almost felt more taken care of because like even the showrunners would be like coming up to him and be like what about this joke and he's like no and they're like okay yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, because yeah. that's like, that's, that's, you realize when you're on set for these things, like, even though someone is supposed to be the star, you kind of intuit who is the star. Because people, like, a star is not just like that charismatic quality on camera, it is a genuine leader on set. Like, mm-hmm. someone that, like, when you see, I mean, there's, there, like, I will say there was just, there are moments, especially on multicam, because there's so many moving parts, like, that, like you're describing, like, you're just thrown in, and now you're just a piece of this machine. Now work. Right. Like yeah. you're, you and don't slow out, us down. Don't slow us down, because that's the yeah. the worst part. Is if you are slowing us down, and all of a sudden there yeah. are a bunch of notes, then you know you're really fucking up. If there are no notes, no one's come and talk to you. You're fine. You no yeah. one will ever give you a compliment. don't ask for a note. No, yes. don't be like, is this going Go, well? well? Like no one. no one said anything to me. No, except for one time. I think we did like seven takes. Yeah, and one of the takes, I fumbled a word. Mm-hmm. And one of the writers came up to me immediately. Was like, yeah. um, "You didn't say this," and I'm like, "Yes, I I know. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'll do it right." And he's like, Just "Okay, do you, you need, you need to see right? it again? Do you need yeah. to see it again?" And I was like, "Just in case you thought no, you were doing I it right, <laughs> you, you didn't." Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that, that's the thing is like it's a crazy situation because like these are yeah. a group of creatives that need nothing but validation, and this machine requires that no, there's no time to give you a compliment, no chit chat, no chit no chat. It's just We're let's moving, move moving, moving. And yeah. so, like, if you can't figure the fuck out, then you're going to be ground up by the machine and replaced and replaced probably. very quickly yeah. Yeah. because they've got three other people on standby, and like yeah. they're they, they all know they all fit into the exact clothes you're wearing. <laughs> um, like, like yeah, they would exactly. not skip a beat. Um, yeah, and, like the thing is, like I, there is there are moments because it feels so crazy because you're not getting any validation. You no one is giving you any assessment on your performance. You just have to bring Zero. it whatever you think you need to do. You're just doing it into yeah. a, like a, <clears throat> into the abyss. But what was very interesting is like because everyone is so hyper fixated on these things. I there were moments where I'm like, is anyone watching? The coverage. I mean, like, is anyone? Because, like, if you're even just watching the just the thing, because there has to be someone that's actually watching all of the coverage to make sure there yeah. aren't things in view and yeah. watching all of it. And the only person who has a sense of that is oftentimes the star, because they know mm-hmm. what the camera is supposed to pick up. Like yeah. that. And that's especially sort of episodic. I, there's a different director every episode, yes. so like you might don't not know. get that same kind of leadership or whatever. No. Yeah, it's really crazy, and so and, like. And yeah. our yesterday we had four directors on stage because they were reshooting four epi- different episodes, so like it, reshooting different like segments of different episodes, right? So like it was such a like insane thing to watch these people do this dance, and they're yeah. moving their like little desks around and coming, and all the cameras have to move down the alley and up, you know, and um, 
it was it, it, it just like it felt like a theater production and i forgot what that was like yes and i missed it i really loved was there live that kind the of audience uh, for the pilot there was yes. but for the reshoots no okay yeah they so they do the pilot the audience for the episode shoot sure and then when they go into reshoots it's just they're gonna remix whatever. all the sound and stuff yeah 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 i mean just because the, the live the part of one. it the live part of it when i went to go see like a a multi-cam on, yeah. not on snl um i went to go oh. see indebted oh okay yeah um, who our friend uh, was working on, and like mm-hmm. so, seeing it from there. I mean, that I would, I think, I would really like because there's an audience. I loved it. I loved it. Like, and it, even an though audience. you have to like stop and start, and the audience yes. understands they're part yes. of the thing. But there's a warm up guy, and they're like yes. giving out chocolate and gifts and blah blah. So it's like it's really fun. And yeah. this show, um, you know, our friend Tian Tran, star yeah. of How I Met Your Father. Yes. she was telling me like. How I Met Your Mother, the original and yeah. the the whatever Spin reboot, off. yeah, yeah, are um, both canned, no live audience, not one person, yeah. And I'm like, how did you? How do you know if it's working? Yeah, because like the audience is telling you, punch up that joke, yeah, or like this is too slow, or like there's too much like exposition in this mm-hmm. line or whatever. Like you learn by the audience laughing or not laughing. Yes, but like how do you? I, I just didn't know how they did that. How did you, how did you punch up jokes without an audience? I guess like you had enough people sit in like from the writers' room or like producers or something and be like, "Yeah, this needs a new joke," or like, "This is you know, it's like it's like being in a room, I guess." But like, you know, I, I don't know from being in a room myself and being like so myopic about writing jokes mm-hmm. and, and story for an episode. It's it's sometimes very hard for me to like push back and be like, is this working or not? Or did we just did we just love it from the beginning and we never decide to touch it? And and sometimes the laugh isn't in the words. Sometimes the laugh is in yeah. the fucking performance. Like, Delivery, I mean, truly. Yeah. OK, so I just did um, I did a lot of shows this week. So and I did uh, an evening uh, for do you know the don't tell? Yeah. Show? yeah. OK, so mm-hmm. I did. Uh, two shows for Don't Tell, one seven o'clock and one nine o'clock. Oh, on, nice. On Saturday. Yes, it was great. Did you get tape? No, 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 no. This was oh. like just one of the one-offs. It's whatever. It's okay. I, I love the show though because it's always a hot crowd. Like, liter- yeah. like literally, visually, they're all hot. Like these are all Beautiful people. people. Beautiful people out oh, okay. for a good time. They're trendy. They're young. They're interested in like a it's a secret, secret sh- pop up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and they're like, let's just go wherever. And then, you know, it's yeah. like clearly a lot of people on dates and like interesting parts of their relationship. You know, first so it's like year. a self-selected, like good crowd. Exactly. Yeah. So the first show, hot crowd, hot set. Um, mm. I've been doing a all new material. Like it's. Ooh. Yes. It's like a Are fresh you- okay. 10. Like I would say. Oh, wow. Yes. Like. I've been no struggling with recycled the, closer opener nothing the, the, all new right now the way that I'm working my 10 I don't even get to my closer like I don't have I'm like getting and I'm building on this thing inside a, of it. a story a, a story not even story but like themes so like I in the last four shows haven't even gotten to my closer which okay. is the only rehashed bit that I have, but I add like a whole other second chunk to it that is all new. So, okay. how's it going? Um, well, like the last four. Okay. Sh- I mean, th- there's like I haven't had to abandon the set to go to my closer. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, like the reason why I have it there is like as an as an emergency yeah. button, like fail safe, fall, fail safe. Yeah. Just be like, all right, so nobody, everybody hates me, and I'm questioning, like you know, um, and I'll just push, and and now the jokes I know you'll like. Um, yeah, yeah. So, to a guaranteed laugh. To guaranteed laughs, right? And so I have a very new chunk. I would say like it is. There are a few lines here and there that are recycled, but like it's mostly it's all new. Like comments cool. have been coming up to me being like, you have an entirely new set. And I was like, I know. <laughs> like, because I've been bombing for three months. But thank you. Um, <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> but, um, so the first show was hot. That, that new set. Everyone is having a hot show. And then um, we reset and the second uh, audience comes in. Peter, when I tell you I bombed, it was like a, a bomb that was like so immediate. It was startling. Like I got up there and I give me an example. I got up there and I the crowd had been tight for the first comic. So what what number are you on the lineup? I'm, I for the second show I went up second. For the first show I was up like second to last. But well, it was it had been hot. Seconds yeah, tough. So, seconds tough. If the opener's not um, good, the second. But one it is was tough. like I usually the, like three or four. Sh- sure. But yeah. even that slot had trouble, and I'm talking. Wow. Like, I'm talking about people. So, that it, are so the fire. audience was decidedly different. Different. Okay. Different. I, I like more drunk more. or no? Yes. Usually the late show is like people who are too yes. drunk to pay attention. But then, but then it's it's louder and it's yeah. it's like a little more slap happy. But there's still it's a hot crowd, right? The right. first crowd was laughing at everything game loved it giving okay. up and like uh, understanding each of the arc of each jokes they're giving you the oohs and the ahs and the chuckle 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 to the break you know and the warm-up guy had a couple of it, you could tell that they were tight so the first comic went up i could tell that he wasn't getting them the way that he usually does because did he host the show or did he just do a set so there was a host the oh, host, a host. Had, the host had trouble Oh, wow. And the host is just working the crowd, right? It's all crowd work. It's, right, right. Yeah. He's warming it up. And he's just talking about drinking and he's talking about this and drugs <laughs> and like all this stuff. And they're just not into T- it? They're tight. It's tight. <sighs> and like it's it's a head nod situation. Everyone's nodding. They're polite. They're polite. They're poli- but, and they're I don't know it, why. But they're not, they're not audibly laughing. No. It does, you, there's no rhyme or reason. I, I'll tell you. Like there's no rhyme or reason why a certain audience behaves that way collectively versus mm-hmm. another. And it's, it's crazy. It was yeah. crazy. And I'm telling you, I did almost the exact same set. In fact, okay. I, I You didn't actually, abandon? I, I was locked in. I tried and I got <laughs> up there and then I, I gave them like hard one liner hard one liners because I knew they were a tight crowd. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, I heard Couldn't a break lady them. they were coughing. <laughs> 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 not, not a cough. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Not coughing from laughing too much. Like when you laugh so much, you go into a coughing fit. No, 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 no. This They're was not- a dry, like silence, beat, beat. <laughs> They're just trying to fill the silence. <laughs> One guy, I just, I should never forget staring into the eyes of this like Indian finance bro looking dude, and he uh-huh. he looked. He looked worried. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. just, he was like, why isn't she should be doing something else with her life? You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, no. you know, when you look out and you can see pity on their faces. Oh at, one God. Point, I, at one point, I snapped. And I'm like, you know, what I'm doing OK. My husband is rich. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you got defensive. 
<laughs> They're like, yes, sis, stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> you support your rich husband. Um, wow, that's fucking devastating. It's, it's humbling. Especially like, when it's like hot two hours ago. Hot two hours ago. And it's like uh, verbatim. If anything, I would argue that the set I did the second time, funnier. Like it was actually 100%. You like, delivered it better. I delivered it better. I had like, I had a new examples like, and um, I went off on like a different tangent on this one thing that was very funny. It was the first thing where they started to chuckle. Because uh, it was that funny, but it was not sustainable. It never broke. It never no. broke. And like I, I would 100% could argue that the actual performance and the actual jokes and the content of my set arguably better. And their wow. reaction was like my mother's cold. <sighs> and like, <laughs> like it was. And judgmental. And judgmental. Like, yeah. you know, and can I tell you, it was so psychotic a feeling because every single comic that went up and I'm talking about like people that are killers national headliners that did drop-ins were like they were crushing but every oh. time they got off they're like that was fucking work like hard yeah. hard it was hard yeah. and yeah. I mean and I didn't go up anticipating having to work like that I showed up for a part-time right, job this right, is, this right, is right. you asking me to do and especially because you the first set was so fire that you were like oh I could relax and yes. then being hit with a tough crowd that's really hard Ooh. to climb back and you, and you, to, and you yeah. got eight minutes you got eight minutes so like I'm trying to like turn it around inside of one joke that means I have yeah. to abandon stuff and work the crowd a little bit and I'm like I don't want to do that I'm doing this yeah. new material I don't have yeah. the comfort remember when we it. went to DC yes that exact same thing happened like yes the Friday night show was so hot and there was not that many people no and then the Saturday night show was packed and it was silent and remember we I had to and I had to like abandon stuff to yeah. do you did too yes. you had to abandon stuff because our host no shade was yeah. not warming up the crowd up he, he was so deviate. low energy he couldn't yeah. deviate from he couldn't set. deviate and he wasn't like by the way comedy people if, if you're a young comic out there and you're like being asked to host fucking host cause I hate when like people get hired to host a show and you just do your set and you're just the first person out. Like, uh, are you ready for your next comic? <laughs> Bitch, are you ready for your first comic? Yes. You're yes. not doing comedy. <laughs> you're setting the room. Stop doing bits. You, you better like, be asking people what they're here, or whether or not they're here on a date. You better be asking Yeah. Right. <laughs> Making fun of what they're wearing. Something. Engage. Don't be going into like, oh, uh, well, the other day I was at a CVS. <laughs> Bitch, save that for when you're on the fucking lineup. Your job is to host, okay? Yes, yes. And Young it's, it's comics totally don't job. understand that. And especially totally in L.A. L.A., there's no like vibe. Chicago is a lot better. New York's a lot mm -hmm. better. But L.A., there's everyone's like, well, I'm almost famous. <laughs> so like, you know, like and they don't understand the vibe of a live show. Like you have to set the mm -hmm. it's foreplay, baby. You got to warm yep. them up. Sweet talks, a little uh, you know, like you're the, you're the little one oral meeting them in the foyer. You're meeting them in the foyer. You're, you're asking them coat. if you could take their coats. Yes. yes, offer them a champagne, something. God damn. Welcome them. <laughs> but that's I what hate I mean. That. But that's what I, I hate mean. that so much. It's like it's crazy like when you're saying about like the the multicam stuff it's just like how do you anticipate how an audience will react to something like i just you like can't. i i you can't can. you can't because i literally did the, almost verbatim the same set and elicited such radically different the responses. only thing you can do at that point is f like 
I don't know, I guess like in an eight minute set and you see that the people behind you or like in front of you had tight sets and you already yeah. know you're going into your set tight. I would do my first joke. Yeah. And if, if they're, if they're tight, I would go into crowd work. I would Ugh. do like, I would, because Ugh. I think I've learned that mm. an audience that is tight will not laugh out loud at your previously scripted jokes because yes. they're not a, they're not easily laughing anyway. And when you're giving them previously scripted jokes, they're the audience is aware. They know they're smarter than you as a collective. So I feel like one of the early comics should fall on the sword and fucking Get them, in, like, congeal yeah. them as a group. Mm -hmm. I think that's usually why audiences are, like, silent or bad, quote, bad, because they feel uncomfortable sitting next to each other. Like, it doesn't feel like a one whole group. When the audience feels like a one thing, that's yeah. when the laughs are huge and, like, big because they, like, laughing is contagious. Like, you laugh yes, together, yes, you know? Yes. But an audience that is tight, I feel like they're not congealed as an audience. So, like, as as a younger as a earlier comic, I think I would try to swap. Unless I'm getting a tape out of that, then yeah, too late. Like it's you're <laughs> fucked. You know what I mean? Like or just get a crowd work tape out of it or whatever. You know. So like yeah, um, because that's actually going back to um, you being obsessed with straight well, uh, white male comics. I was listening to We Might Be Drunk this week with Neil Brennan. <laughs> And they were talking about how Neil I was hooked, asking. I got you hooked on it. You got me hooked on it now. I know. I'm like running out of things to listen to on, on podcast because I also listen to. Um, by the way, you guys should listen to this podcast on a, a one and a quarter speed. We're way funnier. <laughs> I, <laughs> trust me when I say it's way funnier on one and a quarter. We're dragging I, at the at normal speed. But yeah. when we pick it up. It's at a clip. It's <laughs> But I listen to everything on a one and quarter speed. So like I run out of um, – and I live in LA, so I'm in my car a lot. Yeah. I run out of content. So like now I'm listening to We Might Be Drunk with Mark Norman, Sam Morrill. Um, I like Sam. Mark, whatever. Like take it or leave. Um, I just not – not the person, just the comedy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't care about who the people are. Um, Comedy-wise, not my fave. But I like Sam. And um, Neil Brennan was on. Mm -hmm. He's a um, old, older-ish comic who um, helped. He Chappelle wrote a Chappelle show. He Chappelle. writes for like a, to a ton of award shows. He's just a he's a writer. He's a writer, but he also yeah. started stand up after he basically wrote for television. So right. like he's like a quote unquote newer comic that's been around as a comedy person. He's for been much around. Longer. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's of a he, I would call him like solidly Gen X. Yes. And um, Sam and Mark are both solidly millennial. So yes. different comedy generations. Yes. And it was so cool to watch Neil say like, how are, why would you put up all these crowd work clips? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, it's way easier than to burn our material or whatever. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Neil was like, but aren't people going to be screaming out mm -hmm. at your shows? Aren't you inviting that? Yeah. And they're both like, yeah, kind of. But we like uh, Sam was especially saying like, sometimes I'll just like take a break because he's on the road every weekend. So like 
I could imagine getting fucking bored. Like I'm yes. already bored of my, you know, whatever minutes I have, but like he must be so bored. Mm-hmm. So like he's like, Oh, I welcome that because it breaks up my set. Yes. And um, you know, Generates whatever. And new I was material. like And he writes new material that yeah. way. And you get to get clips that yeah. you don't burn material on. So like you get to put out all these like crowd working clips or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's what I should do. I should like go up and tape myself doing crowd work so that I don't do I don't like burn material because I have like yeah I, that's all these people are doing oh I I never even thought about that because like yeah you no, don't, that's all you, everyone does but but think about it people like us who are going up 10 minute spots like you can't do you could do 10 minutes of um uh crowd work but it's going to be very different than everybody else on the lineup right yes. like sam and mark could do it because they have an hour mm-hmm. and they could take like 15 minutes out of that hour exactly we don't have that luxury no <laughs> we have to do our set <laughs> yeah like i want to do my set i've been working really hard on it and like what's toxic about this new trend of like all these crowd work things is like you know i teach um less now but like when i was teaching like all these kids coming in and all these yeah. comedy people they're accustomed to crowd work they see mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. neil is absolutely correct people do go to shows now and expect to, to be, be part of a it part of because the they know they're going to be part of that person's clip and they want to be involved because everyone thinks because a lot of people that go to comedy shows think that they are funny and of so and that's why they go they, that's why they go and they yeah. also um, are drinking so they have like less of a In- social awareness yes uh-huh. a, a fewer inhibitions like I just had a heckler um, at this like at this other show that I did and I one I, I do not handle hecklers very well I get pissed like I am yeah. like very annoyed I'm just like and anger coming off of me someone once described it as just like it feels crazy because like you as a package it, you know what I mean it's like no one expects you to be so angry and mean like they think that you're gonna engage. What yeah. have they? Oh, just by looking at you. <laughs> just like look at me, like the package. Oh, okay. As opposed yeah, yeah. to like hearing my set or look or like listening to anything I say or a sound like. Yeah. yeah, I know it feels crazy. You're you're very <laughs> acerbic and um, aggressive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it feels crazy. So these women in the honestly, front row, if someone like sorry to interrupt you, but like honestly, when I met you, because when I first met you back mm-hmm. in Chicago. You know, I don't think you look that different, really. You haven't, like, grown no. or anything. But, like... <laughs> you haven't grown um, taller? <laughs> no shade. No shade. But you were a full-ass adult. You were 35 when yeah. I met you or whatever. <laughs> or, like, 33 or whatever. So, like, you haven't grown since then. But I remember seeing you, like, um, leaving I.O. Yes. And I remember thinking, oh, small Korean yes. uh, girl who does comedy. Yeah. She's going to be fucking nasty. I know it. <laughs> Like, there's no way a sweet little, like, oh, yeah, oh, but, you don't know, like, there's no way they're going to do comedy, right? No. And when you saw me, you knew I wasn't going to be like, oh, good little boy, you know, like, <laughs> you knew I was going to be a fucking terror. That's why we were immediately attracted to each other. Yes. But, like, white people, when they see you, they expect, like, model minority. Yes. You know, maybe she works at a patisserie, like, something like cutesy, <laughs> you know? Yes. I love wearing sweaters and I'm like, it's, but the thing is, it's like, I do not do well with like interruptions, hecklers, or hecklers that way. Yeah. And I hate that energy that like sort of assumptive, like entitled energy, which is that what yeah. it is. It's like, yeah, pay attention yeah. to me. 
Yeah. Like, I know you've been talking and you've been working really hard at this thing, but I don't really but care. But it's my time. It's my time. Yeah. I spent $20 to be here. I spent $10 yeah. to be here. You know, yeah. if I'm being honest, I'm, this show was free. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, like, I, I, I hate that energy and it yeah. infuriates me. Me too. Yeah. So these women in the front row were just having a full conversation with each other during my set. And like at a certain <gasps> point, I, and at a certain point I was just like, I lo- leaned over and I put my hand on their knee and was like, honey, you know, I can hear you. I was like, you're <laughs> very close to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was, and I was nice about it. You know, I was just like, yeah. like just taking a moment, like, Hey, I understand. Hey, sweetie. Like, hey, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, but I can hear you. And then that they thought that triggered like, Oh, now we're going to have a full conversation. Oh, talk louder. Yeah. Talk louder. Like, Oh, do you want to hear about our conversation? What we were talking about was your set. And I'm like, yeah, <gasps> that was interesting is that like, I, I know what I'm saying is very interesting. That's why I'm saying it. Like, yeah, and, and that's she, why you're sitting yeah. and here listening. And that's why Y'all could talk about it later after like the spark, set. It's, it's obviously sparked a conversation between you two because it's an interesting yeah. topic, right? Um, <laughs> that's what I do. That's, that's what, what I'm what bringing. Do. I'm bringing you joy. <laughs> I'm bringing you something for you to talk, be able to talk about with your boring-ass yeah. friends later. <laughs> anyway, so like – but then she's jawing back and forth with me and I'm just like – I. it's like – Fucking my tie me up. I'm forgetting where I am in my set. Oh no, because like you're distracted at this point. I'm totally. You've gone distracted. on a tangent. And I'm up there for you know I'm there for seven minutes. Like give me a fucking break. Let me get to my bits. Like <laughs> I guarantee you, it will be okay. Like yeah, trust me. You, you might laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on your feelings about this very specific topic, you might laugh. And like I truly, it was so fucked up. And then. Later, like, and the thing is, like, because I put them in their place, they didn't talk again for the rest of the show. They were put in their place. So they did learn, but I had to teach them, right? Right, right. And that's fine. But then the show later posted on their social social media. No, 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 no. Hey, if you're coming to the show, they posted, they're like, hey, if you're coming to the show, this is not an interactive. Don't heckle. And, and, And I asked her, I was like, did they keep talking and she was like no because i had to leave and go to another set and she was like no they didn't keep talking but she was like as they were leaving they were making fun of the fact that like oh if a comedian can't handle it i thought i was making the show better and they were like (gasps) bragging about how they had helped me oh my god and she and 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 the and the producer was like, "You weren't," and it was actually like really messed up. Don't do that oh. anymore. You know oh, what I mean? Good. She was like sticking up for me, and it was just like, and I and I I replied to her. I was like, "You know, to be fair, I should have handled it better. Like, if I was at my fighting weight and like wasn't you know three months postpartum and was yeah. doing sets on a regular basis, <laughs> I would have been able to handle it with more uh, with more efficiency, right? I yeah, would have yeah, definitely yeah. been able to. You've been more practiced. Most practice yeah. and been able to dispense with them in a more uh, efficient and less angry, elegant un- way. Elegant way. Yes, right. Yeah. I was, but yeah. I was pissed and uh, yeah. annoyed. I've as been opposed there. I've Exactly. Been there, yeah. You know, I was pissed and annoyed as opposed to like handling it with a little more dignity and grace. Right. Yeah. If I was at fi- fighting weight, I would have been able to. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But and so I like admitted my fault in it. But what was crazy is that they couldn't. That because of the because of the proliferation of crowd work clips, mm-hmm. there's this expectation. Like I'm gonna yeah. throw out, and like no one is registering. Like this is actually what co- comedians are doing is making fun of you. They don't want you to do this. 
Right, right. Like, this is... Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that. Uh, Unless they explicitly tell you. That's tough, because, like, comics have to put out clips in order to feed the content, you know, fucking monster, right? I hope TikTok gets banned. I hope TikTok gets banned. (laughs) I can't... It's going to be, like, a reset for all of us. You know what I mean? (laughs) I know you're huge on TikTok, and I I don't want you to lose. Maybe they could, like, follow you somewhere else, but... Man, if TikTok gets banned, we will have like a reprieve of like having to upload content clips oh, yeah. nonstop. And everyone's ADHD will suddenly be cured. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be an uptick in mass shootings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, truly, like, it feels crazy because, I mean, like, our general relationship with our phone is very toxic. And I think TikTok uh-huh. has just like. Exacerbated this, like, that. Exacerbated yeah. that. It's like created this like very sticky content. Like I mean, I don't even. You know how often I'm watching content on my phone that like someone has filmed their dirty computer. Like I, I, I if I think about how often I'm watching White Lotus through my TikTok app. Oh, through a different like, like someone, someone filmed, filmed their TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I did watch this episode. Like truly, like I'm <laughs> <You> watching <laughs> their dirty ass laptop screen. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. they film, and I'm watching it on my fucking phone. Wait, why? You don't have HBO? I do, but I'm just watching <laughs> it on my phone. Like, I mean, like none of it makes sense. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, I got, I've got, I've got, a, you know, it's that Roddy Chang bit where it's like he's got the one screen, and then you have the bigger yeah. screen, and then you have the smaller. Screen. It's just about getting as many screens in between you. Until and you, the TV. Until you and the TV. You got the iPad, you got your laptop, you got your phone, and you're just looking at your phone most of the time. You're just checking yeah, yeah. in on the other devices. I know. Me and Eric were watching the Yellow Jackets premiere yesterday. Do you watch Yellow Jackets? It's too scary. Oh, my God. Unji. No, it's not. You would love it. It's so queer. It's so, like, lezzy, empowered. It's all female. Like, there's maybe one male character, and he's like in service to Melanie the entire time. Like, <laughs> it's so powerful. It's so good, and the storytelling is like, mm, it's so good. I, I highly recommend. It's not that scary, trust me. Like, okay. it's more like, um, intriguing. Like, what? Like, like a lo- you know, Lost. Mm-hmm. How? Like, I don't know. I guess Lost could be scary, but like, Lost wasn't scary. Like, it was just more like thrilling mystery type of thing like okay. it's kind of like that but anyway um we were watching yellow jackets yesterday and we were so excited for it because we were like it's it's our one of our favorite shows mm-hmm. and um we don't want to watch succession because i had just heard like stories about brian cox being an asshole on set and like I, genuinely I, being an asshole or genuinely like- genuinely and like screaming at people and like yeah and if like the camera wasn't ready he'd be like what the fuck and he would like walk out and like go on long walk to like cool off and everybody had to like wait for him and shit like that allegedly you know like just kind of like narcissistic male behavior that like i don't know like if i ever saw meryl streep do something like that i'd be like work you know like i'd be like yes (laughs) but like any man that acts like that i'm like fuck you you should never work again (laughs) and i'm not gonna watch this incredible show because of it I know. I, I will watch it, but I was like, we'll, we'll watch Yellow Jackets anyway. But, like, the entire time, we're, like, on. I'm on TikTok. Yeah. You know, like, and it's all, like, and this is my algorithm. It's, like, nonstop, like, six ways chat GPT could change your life. And yeah. <laughs> it sucks. I hate it. And I mean, the, your algorithm is really 
My like that's sucks. a bit that I've been doing right now on stage about like how your algorithm is like a mirror up to yourself, you know, and like you and, and like because I ask the audience like what your algo is and mm. everyone is afraid to say it. And I and then I'm yeah, just like, it's that embarrassing. Means you're, ashamed, you're ashamed of yourself. You need to, we all yeah. need to go to therapy because that is who you really are. Oh, we're comedians. How could we not be ashamed of ourselves? That's why no, we talk I'm, on stage. I'm, I'm, I'm asking the audience, though. Even the audience oh, is embarrassed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's always <laughs> oh, just yeah, one. Yeah. It's always one, like, it's always a girl with, like, a lot of confidence that will raise her hand. Everyone else is ashamed of yeah. their algorithm. It's just always one lady. It's always a woman. Yeah, she's it's like, puppy time. It's very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, no man's gonna answer stuff, that question. Um, it's all fucking disgusting, perverted stuff. <laughs> like the things that, like, okay. Exactly. Uh, also, my thing about TikTok is that, like, it's too PG for me. Like, I'm getting shadow banned left and right because I a lot of my stuff is about like being gay and having sex and whatever, and like how awkward it is to be like an older gay man having sex. Mm -hmm. And like, they hate anything that has to do with like sex. But you could put, you could literally yes. have your whole fucking asshole out. But as long as you call it fitness, mm -hmm. it's great. You know what I mean? Like, it's so yes. weird. Like, I, I'll totally. tell you right now, my algo is all giant boy butts and chat GPT. Yeah. Uh, and like how to make money off of AI. That's all. <laughs> That's my entire algorithm. <laughs> and that is so you though. I can see you. That would captivate all of your attention. <laughs> it would captivate your attention. How to make money. Boy butts, right? Boy butts. And then it's like sometimes once in a while trickled in is like uh, extremely highly skilled chocolatiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> See that is I mean that like the algorithm that is me really does me. see you in a way it that's like me. embarrassing yeah. and like I mean that, the the bit I've been doing about it is like it ta I talk about my own algo and it's like um, yeah I I just I think that like you know whatever like I I think that what's crazy about what TikTok thinks is like profane is really fucked up because like you're right it they is. always bleep out on shadow ban anything sexy anything like yeah. perverted but I will get so many videos about like people who have died like children like i'm just like this is fucked this is more fucked it's like fucked please up. stop yeah. i do not want to know anything about this um yeah. i don't know it's it's fucked yeah up. it's really creepy so yeah, yeah. uh oh wait before i go i have to say i have to go a little earlier today sorry folks because my mom okay. is here and um I gotta it's know. her 65th well, how, birthday how the, weekend how's the visit going she came yesterday and okay. um, I got home. She was already home. And, and I got home. I was like, oh, ma. I gave her a hug. And she, uh, just a little bit of context before I go into this. Uh, in On Christmas, I gave my mom a lump sum of cash. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and I was like, this is your yongdon allowance yeah. for the entire year. And she Good was like, son. oh, my Good God, son. my son. Blah, blah. Yeah, it's mostly out of shame. Yeah. So I gave, gave her all this money. And I was like, please do not use it all like I, you are not getting another dollar from me until yeah. next christmas mm -hmm. okay and she was like oh of course i'm not gonna spend this all blah blah are you kidding me and i was like okay and don't let your sister take any of it like really be judicious about this money because i'm telling you right now writer strike is happening i might be broke so like i can't help you out so you Wait, really how do you say pinch. judicious in korean judicious <laughs> She's like, what I got? What I got? Yeah. What? So I, I, I tell her all this and I'm like, okay. She's like, okay, okay, okay. I gave that money to her on Christmas 
December 25th. 12.25. It is currently 3.28.23. Okay? It's been maybe three months. Oh, okay. Three months and three days. Yeah. One quarter. A quarter. A a, a financial quarter. Quarter. Yeah. Fiscal quarter. My mom has been, since then, my mom has been to Las Vegas three times. (laughs) Once because it was her sister's birthday. Once because it was her birthday just now. She just came back. And then the second time, she just wanted to go. So I'm like... (laughs) Wait, so you've been before that she went she's been to Vegas twice. And then since I gave her that lump sum, she went three more times in ninety days. I'm telling you, so I, I, I go she understood what judiciously means. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I should have used the easier word. <laughs> Try being cheap. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> Frugal. Anyway, so I I come into the house. I'm like, oh my hi, and then she's like in a weird mood, right? And she's like, uh, furiously doing like dishes or like making pot, mm-hmm. right? And she's like complaining about why the pop is so hard, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is the what's the vibe here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just came from I just came from work. You're in my house and you're in a stank mood and you're fucking. Acting like a, you know, a, you're you're criticizing everything. You know, I'm like, Oof. what is your problem? I, when, when you, there is a unique um, flavor to angry rice washing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bitch, so let me tell you, she washed that rice so much, it ran clear. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Like, I'm like triggered right now just remembering just the yeah. angry. <laughs> <laughs> angry rice like, washing oh yeah oh so, i'm just getting triggered right now <laughs> and i'm like okay how are you she's like what is i'm good whatever and i'm like okay what's going on how is vegas she was like Butima. and i'm like oh. how much did you how much did you lose and she's yeah. like yeah homeless Shut and i was up. like what are you kidding me and that's her way of saying i lost it all yeah 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 so she has i i truly think she lost all the cash in the three months that she's had it, and now she's like sitting here washing my fucking rice angrily, and saying like, "Oh, I had to pay sixty five dollars for a taxi to come, court taxi to come here." Yeah. And she was like, "You said you're gonna give me cash, right?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You're sitting here asking me for sixty five dollars cash when I gave you, I'm not even gonna say how much I gave you, but more than ten times that. No, more than a hundred times that." For for Christmas, and you're asking me for sixty five dollars in taxi money, I almost flipped out on her. I was I was gonna be like, I almost went like, you didn't say that. I didn't because Peter. I saw how upset she was. Okay, she was sure. like really really like she was not in the mood to like go tit for tat. Yeah, and yeah. usually we're like verbal sparring. Yeah, yeah, you sure. know that's our love language. Mm-hmm. But that's actually not such... a love language. But okay. <laughs> well, that's what she told me. Okay. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so now we're sitting here going like, uh, I, f- I feel bad. And my mom obviously feels bad because she lost all that money, right? She feel bad. She feels embarrassed. Ashamed. Embarrassed. Yeah. Right. Because she's like, I have to ask you for $65. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, and of course, everything inside of me wants to just rip her a new asshole, right? For being, you know, fucking a child. Irresponsible. You know? Yeah. And I was just like, you're turning 65 in a few days. What the fuck? You're acting like a six-year-old. You know? Yeah. So, so I'm like boiling. 
but I see my mom like just you know pouting and being in like a broke ass mood, and of course like they got me up, nika. You know, like I I have you know I'm. I would. I my bad, mom so. would not be up. It would be. But I know. But your 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 mom has your dad. That's different. You know, yeah, if yeah, my yeah. dad dad was still alive or she had someone, I yeah. would be fucking op- like ripping her a new one. But like, yeah. she's alone. So mm-hmm. I'm like. <sighs> So she, you know, she's in a bad mood and like looking at her phone or something. And I, I was, she was like looking at the weather. And we're going to go to Santa Barbara in a few days. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was like, oh, that's Did you see the weather for Santa Barbara? Yeah, she's yeah. like, no. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be kind of chilly because mm-hmm. we're by the ocean. Did you bring enough clothes? I know you were just in Vegas. Yeah. And um, she goes, oh, I don't think I brought enough clothes. Oh, 어떡하지? And then I go, I guess I'm going to have to take you to Ross and buy you something new. And, she, and then she like all of a sudden got so happy. She was like, "Oh my god, we're going to Ross!" <laughs> and then I, and then I, she was happy, so I decided to make a like a real like f- corny Konglish joke. I was like, um, uh, next time, don't go to Las Vegas, go to Ross Vegas, save some money." <laughs> she laughed, and my boyfriend Eric was like, "No." <laughs> he understood it, and he was like. No, <laughs> which is fair. Which is fair. If that's what that deserved. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well, about what? what about she, what? her financial situation? Yeah. Nothing. I told her she, you're not getting anymore. You're gonna get a sweater from me from Ross. Dress for less today. <laughs> all right. You're gonna have fun time in Santa Barbara. We're gonna go to a nice dinner and do all the things. We're going wine tasting. I'm I'm buy I'm paying for the experience of her birthday. She's not getting any more cash from me. I don't have it. I truly don't have it to give her. No, no, she won't because she's so embarrassed. Like there's no way she's gonna ask me. But if she does, I'm just gonna be like. Sorry for the audio people who didn't understand that. I just gave a really stank look. <laughs> I mean, you know what my dad used to do when his brother would always come for cash? He would what? like he always had um he always had, my dad always put like I don't know what the Korean I like I don't remember the joke, but he was basically like I always have some extra lint in my pocket for you. And he'd pull out his his pockets, like, you know, like, and, like, uproot it. And then he'd just, like, have the little inside out. And he'd be like, you want this? You want this? And he'd just give them just the lint in his fucking pocket. I'll loan it to you, 5% interest. Yeah. Oh, you go back on Like, Oh, that's funny. I mean, like, I should do that. I'll try that. I'll try that. I mean, because it's, like, it's funny, but also it's, like, I have nothing to give you. I have nothing. I can't. And you, you are clearly incapable mm-hmm. of being trusted with cash so you know she's turning 65 on friday and she's gonna start getting social security so okay. and food stamps so she's gonna have to live Perfect. off that and you know think about what she did yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway i have to take my mom to ross rest for less before she gets angry again i gotta go <laughs> all right bye. love you bye, bye.